Thank you for joining the Adult Study Guide podcast. This quarter, we will study through the book of Hebrews. During this study, we will recognize that God has provided better things for us in this age through Jesus Christ. So, grab your copy of the Summer 2022 Adult Study Guide and your Bible and follow along. Today's lesson is entitled, A Better Sanctuary, from Hebrews 9, 1 through 12. The application is the student will discover that the spiritual tabernacle of the body of Christ is better than the Old Testament tabernacle made with hands. Seeking the context. Since the Garden of Eden, mankind has been led astray by what can be seen with physical eyes, ignoring or downplaying the importance of spiritual realities. Adam and Eve convinced themselves that the fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil was delightful to their eyes and would satisfy their senses enough to justify their disobedience. Genesis 3.6 Ever since, man has yielded to the temptation of revering the creation, which can be seen, more than the Creator, who cannot be seen. Romans 1.25 Paul ridiculed the citizens of Athens for their assumption that the God who created everything would dwell in temples made by human hands, Acts 17.24. Israel even gave in to the temptation to place more significance upon the experience of the Mosaic law than making sure their hearts were right in worship. Isaiah expressed God's frustration with Israel's commitment to religious activity, yet with a lack of genuine repentance. God had become weary of solemn meetings and sacrifices from his people who refused to repent and truly worship him. They were going through the motions of worship on the outside, but their hearts were far from him. His admonition through Isaiah was not to perform more religious activities, but instead to put evil away from them, to show mercy to others, and to seek forgiveness of sins from the Lord who could make them white as snow. Isaiah 1, 11 through 18. You cannot escape the literal, physical realities of living and worshiping while here on earth. After all, God gave you your senses and he expects you to use them in pursuit of Christ-likeness. Your challenge is the same faced by the nation of Israel, namely, the tendency to place more significance upon physical experiences than upon spiritual growth. Whether you focus too much upon your physical challenges, which can discourage you, or upon your physical worship elements, which can distract you, if you take your spiritual eyes off Jesus, you will be led astray by what you see with your physical eyes. You do not have a physical tabernacle to which to go for offering your worship and sacrifices. Today, obedient Christians make up members of spiritual bodies through the work of the Holy Spirit. Churches are made up of people who have been redeemed, baptized, and commissioned to advance God's kingdom. They may be obedient to God's calling, whether they have a physical building or not, since the growth of God's kingdom today is spiritual, not physical. Today's passage will remind the Bible student of the superior sanctuary to which you belong and the Savior who makes spiritual growth possible. You will be challenged to fix your eyes upon the things which you cannot see, knowing they reap eternal rewards. 2 Corinthians 4.18 Why is it so important to focus on what you cannot see with your eyes? Searching the text. Number one, the earthly sanctuary pointed to Jesus. 
Hebrews 9, 1-5. Then verily the first covenant had also ordinances of divine service and a worldly sanctuary. For there was a tabernacle made, the first wherein was the candlestick and the table and the showbread, which is called the sanctuary. And after the second veil, the tabernacle which is called the holiest of all, which had the golden censer and the Ark of the Covenant overlaid round about with gold, wherein was the gold pot that had manna, and Aaron's rod that budded, and the tables of the covenant, and over it the cherubims of glory shadowing the mercy seat, of which we cannot now speak particularly. God gave Moses the exact dimensions and descriptions of the tabernacle for his people to utilize in their worship of him. Moses did not come up with his own ideas of worship elements for Jehovah, but instead he wrote down precisely what God commanded. The tent, candlestick, table, and showbread, which occupied the holy place, were built and placed exactly as God prescribed. The golden censer, the Ark of the Covenant, along with the pot of manna, Aaron's rod that budded, and the two stone tablets containing the Ten Commandments, each provided tangible worship elements that distinguished the worship of Jehovah. Imagine how the senses of the priests would have been overwhelmed when practicing the duties of worship. They would walk into the tent, see the flickering flames of candles and lamps, the glistening gold and fine fabrics, and smell the burning incense and smoke from sacrifices. Surely it was a multi-sensory experience. The tabernacle served as an ornate center of worship for a holy God. God instructed nearly every worship element to be covered in gold, which showed how precious God considered worship to be. He deserved the best from his people, and he gave the best to his people, namely, a pattern of the heavenly things, Hebrews 8, 5. Worship at the tabernacle provided the people of Israel with the opportunity to get just a taste of heaven on earth. What many people may not have acknowledged through Israel's history was how the tabernacle and elements of worship would be fulfilled by Jesus Christ. Over the mercy seat between the cherubim, God would make his presence known, Exodus 25, 17-22. This location would be set apart as holy for all the worshipers of God, and they would depend upon the high priest to intercede on their behalf for their sins in this place. Where is the location the presence of God has chosen to reside today? Is there a modern-day tabernacle? Do church buildings take the place of the Old Testament tabernacle? No, as Paul stated, God does not dwell in temples made with hands, Acts 17.24. Amazingly, the work of Jesus Christ on Calvary fulfilled everything foreshadowed by the Mosaic Covenant. Jesus himself inaugurated a new covenant and therefore a new place of God's dwelling, namely, within the people of God. Now, instead of traveling to a tent or building to find the presence of God, because of faith in Jesus Christ, believers have been sealed by the Holy Spirit of God who permanently indwells them, Ephesians 1.13 and 1 Corinthians 6.19. Additionally, when God's people come together as a baptized, covenanted community, they themselves form a spiritual dwelling, 1 Peter 2.5. This gathering, called a church in the New Testament, needs no physical building or tabernacle, but functions perfectly as a holy dwelling simply by coming together in holiness for God's purposes. This can only be accomplished because of the work of Jesus Christ 
and the powerful presence of the Holy Spirit. Today, many churches do own buildings in which to gather. Churches see these buildings as tools which God may use to advance his kingdom, but God's word teaches that churches may be successful to God's calling whether or not the church owns a special building in which to meet. Acts chapter 2. As long as Jesus is present in the lives of gathered members, each church has all it needs to succeed in God's kingdom. How can you make sure physical dwellings accomplish spiritual purposes? Number two, the earthly priests pointed to Jesus. Hebrews 9, 6 through 10. Now when these things were thus ordained, the priest went always into the first tabernacle, accomplishing the service of God. But into the second went the high priest alone once every year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the errors of the people. The Holy Ghost, this signifying that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest, while as yet the first tabernacle was yet standing, which was a figure for the time then present in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him that did the service perfect as pertaining to the conscience, which stood only in meats and drinks, and diverse watchings and carnal ordinances imposed on them until the time of reformation. Levitical priests must have often experienced extreme distress as they had to remember every detail and instruction when it came to the complicated task of mediating on behalf of the people of Israel in their worship of God. The priests would regularly enter the tabernacle to perform their ritual duties, then on the Day of Atonement, the high priest would enter the Holy of Holies, taking the blood of a bull and a goat. He would sprinkle the blood, demonstrating a sin offering for himself and the people. This mode of worship was God-ordained and demonstrated the seriousness with which the people of Israel were to approach God. But as the writer of Hebrews explained, these prescribed activities could not make him that did the service perfect as pertaining to the conscience. Hebrews 9.9 the priestly leadership of Israel in worship of Jehovah demonstrated a commitment to God and trust in his word, but it also pointed to Jesus' fulfillment of mankind's atonement on Calvary. An Israelite's commitment to the holiness regarding food and drink, washings and rules, showed the seriousness with which he approached the worship of God, but personal righteousness could never be achieved without faith in Jesus Christ, whom all the law foreshadowed. When the book of Hebrews was written, perhaps many Jewish Christians were tempted to revert to Judaism because of the codependent relationship they held with Jewish priests regarding their faith. This text is very persuasive to remind the reader of the ineffectiveness of the Old Covenant, including the tabernacle and priesthood, to truly transform lives. Today, you may not be drawn to convert to Judaism, but perhaps you do often hold your traditions of service and methods of worship in higher regard than you ought. Like the Levitical priesthood, you were created to serve the Lord with your mind, your speech, your hands, and your behavior. There are many activities you may do in your service and worship of God. However, however you may worship and serve God, though, you must constantly resist the urge to elevate your religious activity higher than Jesus, whom you serve. Some Christians have begun worshiping religious activity in place of worshiping Jesus himself. 
Your activities may accomplish spiritual growth, but it is only because of what Jesus has done. May you keep him at the forefront of your thoughts, speech, and actions. How can physical activities accomplish spiritual growth? Number three, Jesus fulfilled everything needed for eternal redemption. Hebrews 9, 11, and 12. But Christ being come and high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered into once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. When John began his gospel account, he wrote that Jesus, the Word, was made flesh and dwelt among us. John 1.14 The Holy Spirit inspired John to use a Greek word that referred to a tent or tabernacle, so one could say that Jesus tabernacled among us. Greater and holier than the Old Testament tabernacle was the person of Jesus Christ, who chose to enter this world and give his life for the salvation of mankind. The law of God was perfect, and it revealed to mankind not only how unattainably holy God is, but also how desperately wicked man's heart is. But through the entire Mosaic sacrificial system, God demonstrated the necessity of not only the shedding of sinless blood for sin, but also the requirement of a great high priest who could act on behalf of sinful humanity. Jesus Christ fulfilled these requirements. As the high priest would enter into the Holy of Holies once a year with much trepidation, carrying the blood of animals for the symbolic covering of sins, Jesus entered into the very presence of God through the shedding of his own blood, which literally paid man's sin debt. The Old Testament priest brought animal blood foreshadowing what would be done for man's sin. Jesus brought his own blood, fulfilling the payment for our sins. By his death, burial, and resurrection, Jesus secured redemption for you. Redemption portrays paying the ransom of someone in bondage and setting them free. The redemption offered by Jesus is not temporary either. It is not like making payments on a credit card that keeps growing. Instead, Jesus set you free forever. He purchased eternal redemption for you. This payment for man's spiritual deliverance is available to anyone who would receive it by faith as a gift. Jesus did for you what men have been trying to do for millennia, and now it is available for everyone. How great the love of Christ is for you. How will you share the redemption offered by Jesus with someone this week? Setting the application. As beautifully ornate as the Old Testament system was, with the lavish tabernacle, gold-plated utensils, and luxurious priestly garments, Jesus Christ is far superior in glory and power. Jesus accomplished everything the entire Old Testament law foreshadowed. No longer do you need complicated religious systems, tabernacles, sacrifices, priests, or special ceremonies and diets. Now. You have Jesus, and He is all you need. You are an individual tabernacle of the indwelling Holy Spirit, and when baptized believers covenant together to carry out the Great Commission, they become a holy dwelling place of God Himself. Whether your church possesses ornate buildings, high-quality programs, and modern methods for outreach or not, your church can grow spiritually strong and advance God's kingdom by resting in and proclaiming 
the good news of redemption through faith in Jesus Christ. How does your life make your church spiritually healthier? Thank you for joining us for another lesson in the Adult Study Guide podcast. We look forward to studying again with you next week as we continue our study of better things in the book of Hebrews. Until then, join us daily for our daily devotionals at www.bogardpress.org.